Top 5, a show where we dead man walking. Dead man walking. And one woman because we're, you know, cool <laughs> like that and inclusive and stuff. This is Top 5. Hey, listen, this is the weirdest Top 5 that a listener has ever sent into request, but it was too good to pass up. We are all on uh, death row or we're all going to whatever uh, thing that happens to people on death row. But the um, the the requester said, hey, if you guys are all all on death row, what do you want for your final meal? Apparently, everyone on death row gets a final meal. I don't know. I'll say this. I don't know if there's any qualifiers on. What your final meal can or can't be. But I kind of took it as there is no restrictions on your meals. Well, I don't think they want to hear elephant steaks or anything like that. But Well, I mean, do they? I mean, I don't know. We'll see as we get through our top five. I will start things off with something that has just come to light uh, recently in the last um, couple of months, depending on when you're listening to this. Hello, future people. Hello. My number five is the burger cheese bomb. Have you guys heard about this? No, but I'm afraid of it. Oh, you should be afraid of this. This is some uh, this is some restaurant in London. Where it just looks like a regular bacon uh, hamburger. Where you got a hamburger patty, uh, you got your bacon, you got your lettuce, tomato, onion, all of that into a nice, really good looking bun. And then they give you essentially a mason jar full of melted cheese that you pour all over the hamburger. Not inside the hamburger, all over the top of the hamburger. And you eat it that way. Do you, do you like let it harden? No, no, no. It, you just, you just eat it's it as, it, as it's as melted cheese sauce. And then you, of course they, you supposed to eat it. I've seen some people eat it with their fingers, but I think most people are eating it with a fork and a uh, knife. It sounds, it looks awful. kind of interesting. It sounds <laughs> awful. And my guess is if I were going to screw over the state one more time when I'm on death row, I would eat the burger cheese bomb. So that I die before they have a chance to put me on the gallows or the electric chair, the <laughs> lethal injection or whatever, because I think this thing's going to give you a heart attack if you eat it. So my number five, it looks super fascinating. It is the burger cheese bomb. Rodrigo, what do you have for your number five? My number five is also a burger. Um I think that, like, I used to go to school at a place that had a 24-hour Burger King. So I have a lot of fond memories and some terrible memories of eating Burger King at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. So if if I'm about to die, that seems like something where I would be like, I want to think about the good times. So I would order a double Whopper with cheese. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, Matthew, what do you have for your number five? Well, first of all, I I don't like to think of it as death row meals because I don't think I'd ever do anything that would put me on death row. Well, unless... you could be innocent and they, they uh, and, then, and then you'd have a successful podcast been, about you've you. You've been framed. Kind of, kind of dun, a Richard dun, Kimball dun, sort of dun, situation. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're singing. It's um, from Serial. It's from Serial, yeah. I haven't, I haven't heard cereal. You actually should. It's very fascinating. I think I've listened no. through cereal all the way like five times. Yeah. It's, cereal is not a very should. good last meal, you guys. Well, so I, I said mean, to my child. Well, let me tell you. Well, okay. Go ahead, Matthew, I, with your number five. So I says to my child, as I often do, child, help me come up with a top five. And she said, well, there's only one thing. 
that I know what I would want for my last meal. And I'm like, what's that? She's like, you know how you and I make homemade lasagna together? And I'm like, yes. She's like, I want that. Because I have a homemade lasagna recipe, which is weird because there is literally no one Italian anywhere near my family. But it's okay because I got the recipe from my mother, who is uh, Scots-Irish on her mother's side. And kind of a weird, strange melange of all of the like the, the Netherlands and Sweden and all of those areas on her father's side. But killer lasagna with like some Italian sausage and you have to make your own sauce and you do the thing. And you know, if you make your pasta, you're going above and beyond. I never make my own pasta. That's ridiculous. I don't have that kind of time. But Well, you wouldn't when, here, definitely. Exactly. I don't have that kind of time. But... I do agree that homemade lasagna sounds like really, really excellent, especially if you get, you know how sometimes you get a lasagna and instead of like meat shards throughout it, like a Stouffer's lasagna, you get a little hunk that's like a small meatball. And then you could get a piece of that and you get some of the ricotta and you get some of the thing and you bite it and it's got cheese all over it. And it's perfect. It's like this perfect balance of cheese and sauce and meat and pasta. It's all four food groups, even though they don't do that anymore. And I don't know how many things are on the food pyramid or I'd make that reference, but homemade lasagna definitely would be on my list. If for no other reason, then if you're going to go out, you might as well go out with heartburn. Yeah, there you go. Ashley, I don't know what you did to get, uh, onto death row, but you're there. <laughs> Maybe I finally fulfilled my lifelong dream of actually having Wolverine's powers. There you go. She killed a man just for snoring too loud. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. Well, I mean, the last, the latest Logan movie has inspired me to shove adamantium claws all the way through somebody's face, starting at their chin. So ah. maybe, it was, maybe it was that a uh, spoiler for Logan, I guess that everyone has already seen. Um, I haven't if seen I'm, it. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Just watch the Red have Band trailer. Have you seen trailer. the Red Band trailer? Yeah. It's in the Red Band trailer. <laughs> you um, will have seen it by the time this comes out, though. So it's not really a spoiler. That's possible. Um, <laughs> I have complicated feelings about policing and uh, capital punishment in the country that I live in, having capital punishment. So if I was going to be subjected to it, I should at, like, at least like to make it expensive. So... Macaroni and cheese is pretty much my favorite thing ever. And it's like the whitest thing to have as your favorite food ever. Uh, and I don't eat it a lot because I eat a lot of salad. But I would like uh, to have the macaroni and cheese that you can get only as an appetizer from Gordon Ramsay Steak, which is the fancy one um, in Paris in Las Vegas. And uh, it's really good. And it's very expensive. Is it made with so, truffles? Does it got truffles in it? No, because truffles are effing gross okay. and truffles ruin good food. Um, I don't know. They want to put truffles on everything when it's expensive. So I thought maybe uh, tr no. truffles on your expensive. mac, and, mac uh, and cheese. No, I just think it's expensive because it's like Gordon Ramsay adjacent. Um, ah. It has blue cheese and bees in it. Like Ooh, spring uh, English peas. Like, oh, like, so he like got his recipe from my mother. It's it was, full they're, of bees. They're, they're like English. Uh, they're like you know English garden peas yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, good. They're yeah, not frozen, so they're good. My mom puts peas in and everything. Bees. These are delicious. Legumes are really good for your digestion. So if you're looking to go out and be gross too, like you hit two nails on the oh, head yeah. with, with the with the Gordon Ramsay macaroni. Oh and yeah, there you go. <laughs> so uh, it's cheese full of bees. Cheese yes. full of bees is what I'm looking for. My number four is a favorite of mine. It's pad thai, which is like a super generic, uh, super generic meal. 
because it just means with noodles, right? So you could have like anything with it. But my favorite is the one that has the shrimp and the um, the uh, bean, uh, the sprouts and the peanuts and the lime and all that good stuff. And it's got to be hot. And I love pot thai so much. I want to eat it all the time. And the best thing about pot thai is an hour later, I'm going to be hungry again. So they can't take me to death row just yet because I'm still hungry. I don't, so, I don't think it works. I, hey. I said I didn't know what the rules were, so I'm going to have pot thai as my final meal. Well, okay. Rodrigo, what will be your number four final meal? It's like, hey, my. we're like doing a, we're doing like a hobbit's final meal. <laughs> we get yeah. fifth meal Eleven. and fourth meal. Yeah, 11 yeah. <laughs> so, Go ahead with your uh, number four. Yeah, if I... If, if I get a last meal, I would like really consider... Uh, doing something uh, that's a little bit pricier, a little bit that involves a little bit more uh, more pomp to it. Um, so I would definitely have uh, them go out and get me a Five Guys burger, mm. um, <laughs> and just do the thing where like they just like fill the bag with fries, with like the burger inside, which is basically what they do every time. Um, all the black ingredients, none of that red stuff. I'm not fancy. Um, so, uh, add cheese. So yes, definitely, definitely a five guys burger. Can't go wrong nice. with that. Matthew, what we do you could. have for number four? I don't know if I can eat five guys anymore. I'm, I'm getting old. My number four is Ashley. Are you there? Yeah, I said I don't know what that is. You guys keep saying five guys. I don't know. Um, it is probably the closest thing to it is uh, in and out burger. Okay. It's a that. hamburger place. They make hamburgers. Yeah, five guys is like kind of they uh their thing is kind of being a more stripped down place. Like they they don't have anything like too fancy. Mm-hmm. Um they keep and, the potatoes in bags on the, the yeah, floor. like out out on the restaurant floor and stuff like that. They're like, oh, we're not fancy. We'll just charge you like we're fancy. <laughs> <laughs> My number four is actually something that I just had literally this weekend. Uh oh, and uh, yeah, it's true. It's not like I'm going to die this weekend. Oh, oh, I promise. okay. I, <laughs> I have no intention of dying. In fact, my hope is that I'm going to be on death row and they're going to like put me in the chair and I'm going to be like, great. What else you got? You know, cause I want to do that Marv thing. You're going to put it out. Got, yeah. you pansies. Cause you know, there's nothing quite as good as being offensive and awful all at the same time. Well, you're on death but, row. So I think you've kind of got awful and offensive kind of could, right there together. You guys remember when, uh, Ernest got electrical powers yeah, the electric chair, like, or like when, prison. like when uh, Special Agent Skinner turned into the Shocker and was like this ghost who could travel through your dreams, but he totally wasn't Freddy Krueger and he had electrical powers. No, just wasn't me. That, wasn't okay. that Shocker? Yeah. Please go ahead with your with your meal, Matthew. I literally just said Shocker, Stephen. What? so this weekend um my child turned 13 shocking i'm officially old and uh for her birthday we gathered a bunch of 13 year olds in a local establishment and i ordered food for these children 
Uh, actually, no, but very similar in that they did serve pizza. Only this pizza was good. And the pizza that I had, uh, you know how a pizza has like a, a crust, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that crust, sometimes people will put tomato. This joint puts refried beans. Ooh. And then tomato sauce. Say more, please. And then tomato <laughs> more sauce. Beans, more legumes. <laughs> and then a little bit of hamburger. And then they top the whole thing with tomatoes and lettuce and uh, cheddar, shredded cheddar cheese, and they make a taco pizza. But it's this really thick, luxurious pizza, and it tastes really good. And it almost, unlike what you used to get from the Pizza Hut, tastes like a taco. And it has the stuff on top, and they serve it with, uh, with some uh, salsa and some sour cream. And you can really juice it up. I put the, the little hot sauce on it like I'm at the Taco Bell, only not. And if I were going out, I'm, again, going out with heartburn. So I would love to have a couple of slices or a couple of dozen slices. Why not? It's not like I have to sleep after I go through the electric chair of taco pizza, preferably the kind that has the, the, uh, sausage in it. Not like Italian mm-hmm. sausage because Italian sausage on refried beans is weird, but they have like, um, what is that? Uh, chorizo sausage. Mm. <coughs> Excuse me. Remember kids don't drink and drive. Don't inhale at the same time you're speaking. But always have a big slice of taco pizza right before they send you to your final reward. Now, is this a national chain uh, place or is this some place that's just a local mom and pop place? I don't. Well, it's a chain. It's Glory Days, but I think oh, okay. it's a local chain. Okay. Yeah, because I was kind of intrigued by that. I'm not a big. They also have a baked potato pizza, a loaded baked potato pizza that is amazing. It has literally t- potatoes and cheese and bacon and sour cream, but it's really good. Hmm. Okay. Now maybe I've changed my mind. I'm not sure. No, it's good. Okay. You want it. Ashley, what do you have for number four? I think people are going to get the misconception that I go to Las Vegas a lot from what I say from my number four. Um, I actually hate Las Vegas. And the only thing I do when I eat, when I, when I go there is eat, uh, cause I don't gamble and I don't drink and I don't smoke that I don't go to nudie shows. So there's pretty much nothing in Las Vegas for me. Don't but, drink, don't smoke. What do you do? Uh, I mostly wander around and go, why did I come to Las Vegas? <laughs> for the fountains. Um, it's usually for the Star Trek convention. Oh, um, but last, last time it was for, it, did we go down on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? I don't know. It was for the holidays. Cause you know, where do you go? But I have a sky, sky villainy for your holidays. Sure. What says um, Christmas better than, you know, gambling and whores. Yeah. Um, but I love, uh, white guy TV chefs. So, uh, the last time we were there, we went to Mesa girl, which is Bobby Flay, who you may know from the food network and his lack of eyebrows. Um, it's his restaurant and it's what Americans call uh Southwestern cuisine, uh, which is like Mexican light, which is good for me. Um, because in terms of taste, I'm super white and I can't handle any spices. So they have this great thing there called 16 spice chicken. Um, cause I guess there's 16 spices in it, but it's pretty low key and I could handle it and it was delicious and it comes with mangoes and is also very expensive. And if I'm going to be murderized, then they're going to pay for it. So I would <laughs> like the 16 spice chicken from Bobby Flay's Mesa grill in, uh, Caesar's palace or Does the Venetian. I don't know. Caesar they look cell? the freaking same. No, it comes with it comes with mangoes. <laughs> oh, they are not the same. the The Paris is modeled after France. You got the Bellagio, which is after uh, 
Rome. Dave Villaggio. Dave Villaggio. Hi, I'm Dave. Dave Villaggio. You got the full of reminders of what I was Venetian. You got the Venetian, which is modeled after Venice, and then you got the Circus Circus, which is modeled after Hayes, Kansas. You got that one that's modeled after Penn and Teller. I'm pretty sure the one that's named after the Game of Thrones character. There you go. Hodor. 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 I wish it's the Arya. It's the, spelled differently, but they just sound like they're talking about Game of Thrones. The Luxor, yeah. You know that Arya is an actual word, right? I know it Lux is. Lux the door! Lux the door! <laughs> Lux door! Lux door! I, I'm pretty sure isn't Bobby Flay your favorite uh, chef there, Matthew? No, Alex Guarnaschelli is my favorite chef. Oh, okay. Bobby Flay I hate, and I almost went on Beat Bobby Flay until I found out it was at cooking and not with an oar. <laughs> But he makes his chefs make delicious food. Yes, and he's also an arrogant sack with no eyebrows and a face full of never mind. He's a rich white guy. What do you expect? I don't like him. I find him to be arrogant. <laughs> and you know, when you watch the next food network star, and oh, by I the way, it. this is my advice, don't watch the next food network star. But if you watch it, he's constantly getting on these would-be chefs about how you're not likable, you're not approachable, you're rude, you're arrogant. And I'm like, yes, Bobby, you've made a career out of all of these things. How is it a problem for them to do okay, it? But here's the most important question. Do you like him less than uh, Guy, Guy Fieri? Yeah. Guy Fieri? Yeah. I can handle Guy Fieri because Guy Fieri, mouth open. <laughs> Guy Fieri is basically a smash mouth video come to life. And I always <laughs> like all-star oh because, God, you know, so accurate. Hey, now you're an all-star. Exactly. Uh, because of the, the mystery men. Thank you, you Ashley. Old, they, they played that song at my elementary school uh, dances. You uh, can't see it, but I'm showing you two separate fingers right now. <laughs> thank you, Ashley, for, uh, Using the trigger word that sets Matthew ablaze. <laughs> that we didn't love know existed. Of the, oh, I knew it existed. That's why I, <laughs> I let it. That's why I let it with the. Uh, oh, so Matthew Bobby Flay is definitely your favorite uh, chef. <laughs> Alex Guarnaschelli, if you're listening, <laughs> I love you. Yes, uh, please, and uh, you uh, can cook our next big uh, convention together. Uh, let us move on to number three. Now, I don't know if there's a time uh, span between when you get your last meal and when they hook you up to the electrodes or not. But this is dark, you guys, <laughs> but I'm going to try to stretch that out a little bit as long as possible. Right. I'm going to try to push that midnight deadline as as close as I can by having the perfect steak made with asparagus and mashed potatoes with skins mixed in the mashed potatoes. And the perfect steak that I have found recently. Is to sous vide a steak to medium rare 129 degrees is what it is. It takes about. Two and a half hours to do that, to make it. So I figure that's an extra two and a half hours that gets me a little bit longer time to be around. Right. And plus, depending on how I go, I don't know how many of you have used the bathroom after eating a lot of asparagus, but uh, there you go. There's yeah, my was, revenge. I was really wondering if that was going to come up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I figured, yeah. I figured somebody was gonna <laughs> was gonna talk about that at some point. And yes. honestly, I thought it would come up with taco pizza, but somehow we avoided it. <laughs> because I am not uncouth. I have some, you know, what's the word? Hey, uh, I just said I don't know what happens. I just said I had asparagus. So there. Let's move on, Rodrigo, to your uh to your number three. All right, my number three 
is uh, different than the last two in one very important way. Um, it's not a burger. It's a steak burger. Oh, okay. It comes from <laughs> Freddy's Steak Burgers and yeah. Custard. Those are really Frozen. good. Oh, it is. You, know, you get. You can go to the same place and get uh, ice cream and a burger. And I've Literally heard no place has those does that except for you know Dairy Queen and also every other place. But uh, Freddy's custard is is particularly good. And, and you know there's something about steak burgers that makes them different from your uh, standard uh, sort of like ground beef burgers. Um, I don't know that they're necessarily better, but they're different. So. Um, if I was going to die again, I would probably order a Freddy's steak burger as my last meal. There you go. Uh, I've heard from Brian uh, Ibbett. He thinks that uh, Freddy's tastes a lot like uh, In-N-Out Burger. Yeah, it I can does. see that. I honestly, you know, uh, something like Steak and Shake. It's mm-hmm. also very similar. It's mm-hmm. Freddy's and Steak well, and hey, Shake. Well, hey, don't are... give away your number two. Oh yeah, sorry. No, no, no. My number, my numbers two and one are just completely different. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Matthew is at, at uh, number three. Am I? Are we sure? I think so. Yes. Okay. I thought I just went. I think that your theory of a good steak has a lot of merit. And the last really good steak that we had, I think we had on top of a mountain and I had no oxygen and so didn't really enjoy it. Oh, so the oxygen was, deprivation makes it taste better. Gotcha. No, the oxygen deprivation makes me want to fall over and die, but it was a good steak. I think, you know, if I'm, if I'm on, you know, my last meal, I don't know, man, I talk like this cause it's my last meal. I'm also playing the, the harmonica. I think I would want a giant steak. You remember the great oh, outdoors yeah. you mean with that John thing, Candy? Yeah, that serves you that 20-pound steak. The old 76er? Yeah. With, with some corn on the cob on the side, because why not? I think I would like just a, like a, a side of beef and a tab. Just a massive hunk of steak, because frankly... <laughs> It's not like I'm going to be spending the next three days in the restroom like I normally would if I ate a steak of that vintage. By the way, I'm in my 40s now, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Um, But, yeah, there's just something about it if it's done really, really well. And I've actually had a lot of problems because I don't know if you guys know this, but I live in the Midwest. And in the Midwest, when I go to a restaurant and I say, I would like a steak medium, they give me a steak medium well. And if I ask for a steak medium rare, they give me a steak medium. And if you ask for rare, they give you a steak medium. I don't understand how or why that is. It's because they're not using the sous vide method, which creates a perfect steak every time. I don't know who really, sous vide is. My my experience is actually different. In my experience, if you asked for a living in the Midwest, if you asked for a medium steak, they give you a well done steak. And if you had for a, ask for a medium rare steak, they give you a cow that's alive. The <laughs> <laughs> next time that you are here, Matthew, if we have time, if there's time, because like I said, it takes like two and a half hours to make this thing. I will make well, it takes you like two and a half hours to get to you. So. I will make you a perfect medium rare steak that if you will just that you sit there and you just are like, 
oh my God, Steven, this is the best steak I've ever had in my life. You yeah, can now that kill me. Like me. No. And then I will be no, standing there with can't. the pillow. Just what? Huh? Huh? No one may kill me. <laughs> I am. I am not to be killed. I am immortal as far as you know, mm-hmm. but I will make you a perfect steak. It is so good. So, so good. Okay. I'll start driving. Yeah. So you want a giant steak and I keep thinking of, I know you mentioned John Candy, but I kept thinking about the Simpsons where the guy, they were doing the steak eating contest and the mm-hmm. guy died in the middle of it. And like yeah, Homer yeah, throws, yeah. throws a piece of meat and it lands in his mouth and then rolls out. I think that's in that one. Or am I thinking of a John Candy movie that did almost the exact same thing? We are getting really dark, you guys. I'm sad. I want to talk about Power Rangers some more. Why are we doing this? It's because Why of are you our. It? It's because of fine I don't listeners. Want to confront my mortality. On top oh please! Five. Confronting your mortality is the most fun thing you can ever do. This list is a okay. is, came about because of fine listeners like those listening right now. And even if by you, our fine supporters over at patreon.com slash major spoilers. <laughs> I will, I will, uh, hmm, yeah. Patreon.com slash major spoilers. Go over there, sign up today so that we can keep this show going and keep Matthew's heart going for decades to come. Well, I'm going to get one of them robots. Ashley, what do you, what do you have for number three? My number three, much like Rodrigo's, uh, differs from my first two. In that it is not expensive, but it is difficult to acquire geographically because in the country that I come from, we don't have capital punishment. So if I'm on death row, it's because the country that I'm trying to become a citizen has put me on death row. Uh, So again, I'd like to make this difficult. I am going to send uh, whoever is in charge to a tiny little village in Scotland called Aberfoyle. Aberfoyle's cool as expletive and they have the best fish and chips you buy from a nice old man and he wraps them up in newspaper and you sit on the sidewalk and you eat them. So I'm going to send the warden or like, I don't know who's in charge of a prison uh, to go pick them up and bring them back to me. But he's also got to do it speedily enough. So as they are still warm when I can eat them because mm. fries, when they get room temperature are like, icky. yes, are gross. Disgusting. I believe it's, I believe it's Percy Wetmore who's in charge of getting the food at the uh the the green mile so percy better hustle <laughs> from aberfoyle yes yeah to wherever you're being held in prison yes. somewhere in aberfoyle well, freaky it, cool man so again not knowing the rules of uh last meals my number 2 is the best fried chicken in the world how do we it's know the which greatest fried chicken in the world? Oh, how, right. how do we how do we know which is the best fried chicken in the world? I think if this is my final meal request, we will need to have polls and contests, competitions and committees who have to come up and figure out and and sample all the fried chickens in the world so that for my last meal they can present me the best fried chicken in the world as per my request. Now, if that takes five years, 10 years, 20 years for them to figure that out, I'm okay with that. I, 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 I said, I don't know how this works. So I'm going with the best fried chicken in the world. And if they I'm bring me, and if they I bring me something, works, but it doesn't work like and that. And if they bring me something that I don't think is the best fried chicken in the world, they're going to have to try again. I'm because sorry, you gentlemen. have that power. 
Well, it is my last meal. How can you deny a dying man his last request? And you're bringing me like this, this, this chicken no. that is no good? I asked for the best chicken, gentlemen. This is not it. Try again. I'll be waiting right here because I'm on death row. Because <laughs> I'm incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Rodrigo, what do you have for number two? All right. My number two is uh, very different from all of my previous entries because this is not something that you eat at a restaurant. Uh, this is something that you eat in your car. You have to drive up to the drive-in, the drive-thru, or the little the little uh, spots with the, um, with the menus on either side of your car. And then you can order a supersonic burger. And I assume mm. that they'd have to take me there because mm. it just doesn't taste the same if you're no. not eating it in a car. Especially if someone brings right. it home. It's just nasty. Yeah. So if you have Sonic, you have to get a supersonic burger with a cherry limeade. Um, and then you have to eat it right there. Get stuff all over your car. And that's basically with tater tots. That's basically um, the... Almost the perfect meal. Um, and then after that, they can drive me back to jail and I guess sit me back down because the guy ahead of me, they just can't figure out what chicken they're supposed to give them. <laughs> I'll allow you Holding to, on, I'll, I'll allow like you to go first. Of taxpayer dollars. I'll allow you to go. Wasted. Go ahead. Please go ahead. Get in line, Mr. Rodriguez. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew, what do you have for your number two? Uh, well, I guess it doesn't matter because I'm third in line behind the world's greatest chicken in Sonic Man. <laughs> no, the world's best chicken. Not greatest chicken. I just said best. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that some... I, I hate to die mired in a semantic argument. <laughs> We've got time. Uh, We're on death row. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, the appeals alone will take years. Yeah, exactly. So what do you have for your number two? So here's the deal. As you may have noticed, I live in the Midwest in a landlocked state. And what that means is, for some reason, I love sushi. And it may be one of those things where I live in a landlocked state and I like to live dangerously. Or it may be one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? I can do this. It'll be fine. But my local sushi joint is actually in a restaurant called the Asian Garden, which is wonderful because the owner clearly knows that uh, the people of Kansas neither know nor care. So he has Chinese food, he has Japanese food, he has sushi, he has Korean food, he has all sorts of things on the menu, and he has appropriate people actually cooking and putting these menus together. They actually have a sushi chef who does the, the choppy choppy and does his things actually at a counter. But they make something that they call either takomaki or tako sunomono, which is an octopus salad. And it is so amazingly good. You think if you're going to eat an octopus, it's going to be chewy and weird. But no, somehow this is fresh and it has like lime and some sort of stuff on it and a vinegary sauce and little bits of carrot and other things in it. I don't like to think about what the vegetables are. Vegetables frighten me, but it's really good. And uh, my daughter and I like to eat it with chopsticks just, you know, to be jerks. 
So if you get me a big old bowl of octopus salad, maybe with some sushi, something with like a, a shrimp on the side, some, some, uh, what do they, what do you call it when you deep fry it there? Them, uh, shrimps in the middle. Oh, tempura. The, thank you. You get the tempura shrimp and you can have that. I think that would be great. That is what I really, really want for my death row meal. Uh, especially since I'm going to be stuck behind a guy with a cheeseburger and a man whining about chicken. I'm not whining. I'm making a demand. And if they can't get it right, I, then they just need I to, think it would be, they need to work harder. Really, That's what's wrong with America. People aren't willing really to funny. do their best job. That's what's wrong with America. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Go ahead. I think it would be really, really funny if Stephen is like, aha, I know what I'll do. Bring me the best chicken. And they are like, just like, kind of like put together like a couple of publications. They're like, oh, I guess we'll settle on like a, a Zelda. <laughs> they, they've, already, they've already figured yeah, it out already, ahead of time. Yeah, somebody's already figured it <laughs> yeah, out. Here's some Popeyes. Yeah. He's like, curses. The last guy already <laughs> tried this dodge. <laughs> Ashley, it's time for you to come up with a good dodge for your number two. My number two uh, is super healthy. So like... Four years ago, this documentary came out called Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Yes. And we all learned that the greatest sushi comes from a tiny little train station in Japan. Um, and I want it. So if I'm going to death row tomorrow, I will not have got to it. So uh, again, with the geography and the difficulty of getting it, uh, I should like one of everything from the... Jiro Dreams of Sushi Restaurant. I know it has a real name. I also know I can't pronounce it. Uh, so that is what I'm going to call it. And then, plus, that's probably, like, the nicest thing I can do biologically for the people who are killing me. And the guy who's going to do with my body at the end is just doing his job. So i got to look out for him in one of my answers. There you go. Now, I can't remember if it's months or years on that waiting list. It, I believe it is years yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like post-documentary. Mm -hmm. Now, his That's son cool. has opened up a place, I think, there in L.A., right? Uh, not to my knowledge. I, I, <laughs> I do, a, do a search. I'm pretty sure his son or one Somebody of his sons send me a link. has opened that. I know his, his son has one in another. I think his is in Tokyo. And I know his ah. son has one in another place in Japan. But if they franchised... I got to find someone who's not Jason to go with me because he hates fish. What? Ugh. How can you hate fish? You grow up in Kansas and eat yeah, cows your whole life. Hey, uh, Hi, to be honest. My name's in, Matthew. Until, I grew up in Kansas. Until I moved to California, I could not stand fish because every time I ate fish in Kansas, I got incredibly sick from it. That is yeah. common. I know a lot of people from Kansas who don't like seafood because they think it's icky and gross. Right. By the way, these are the same people that will eat Rocky Mountain oysters and be pretty oh, yeah. happy about it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm eating oysters. Uh, no, but yeah, I didn't good. until I Ever until I went to fish. the West Coast and had like nothing but good fresh fish all the time. I mm -hmm. wouldn't eat it. So there you go. All right. We are all on death row and we are all down to our number one final meals. And again, not knowing how this works, I'm going to request... <laughs> I'm going to request for my final meal, a double pepperoni pizza from Augustino's pizza here in Hayes, Kansas. Mm. Now, the cool thing about this pizza is it's crust, sauce, pepperoni, cheese, a little bit of sauce, pepperoni, cheese. And it is so, so good. Problem is mm -hmm. that restaurant and the owners went away back in like 2000. So they're going to have to track down 
the Augustino's double pepperoni pizza recipe. If they can, and make it. And if it is my final meal, I will wait until they come up with the Augustino's double pepperoni pizza. What if they hire Doc Brown and give Good. him 1.21 gigawatts? Good. Then at least I know my tax dollars are going to something worthwhile. Science. Time travel. Science. I think it would be great if they approached the people who were in charge of that restaurant. They were like, we need you to make one last pizza. And they were like, no, we're out of that business. And they were like, we cannot kill Steven Schleicher until this pizza is made. It's like, get me my apron. <laughs> Steven Schleicher. More than likely, they'd be like, when he moved away in 95, that's when we lost our business by 75% <laughs> fall off every year. He's the reason that we're out of business. Because, oh, man, I at one point when I was living in Atlanta. Uh, Brian had, I think he offered to go to Augustino's, get two of the pizzas, wrap them in, in, wrap them up and put them in dry ice and ship them to me. And I was like willing to do it. I don't know why we didn't. You didn't have any money. Maybe that's what it was, but, uh, man, that pizza was so good back in the day. I remember that pizza. It was not terrible. Yeah, it was really good. So that is my number one. It wasn't magic, but it wasn't terrible. I thought it was magic, especially on a, on a, you know, like you're on a college kid's budget. So you haven't eaten in like a week. And then, yeah, that happened a lot. Then, then Friday rolls around and you're like, oh man, I'm going to get me a double pepperoni pizza. And it comes to the door and it smells so good. And you're just like, oh, and then you eat a, you eat one slice of it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so full. What am I going to do? And you're like. 12 more days of pizza because you can eat a slice every day Pizza for 12 days. Uh, that's not, that's unhygienic, man. Not if you put it in the refrigerator. Nah. Pizza's plus mostly pizza's, salt. They don't and, keep. Yeah. And plus it's already cooked. So there you go. Rodrigo, what do you have for your number one? Uh, my number one, I know what you guys are thinking it's like, Oh, is it going to be a burger? It's like, no, obviously not. It's not a burger. It's two burgers. Um, <laughs> I want two <laughs> junior bacon cheeseburgers so right from now. Wendy's um, with uh, Coke and some fries. And Wendy's has those fries with like the skin on one side now. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, we do real potatoes. And it must be really hard to get to make all those dough fries and then put potato skins <laughs> they just, on one they side. Just use, they just use glue. They, do it. they just use yeah, glue. I don't know how they do it. It's like paste, right? <laughs> they just um, paint it. But I appreciate I appreciate the effort they go through to make it seem like uh, they use fresh ingredients. Um, so yeah, obviously uh, a single burger would not be fitting for me. So I would have two uh, junior bacon cheeseburgers, which by the way was uh, for a long time my pre-critical hit meal before my gallbladder fell apart. Yep. Oh. So there you go, ladies oh. and gentlemen. If you want to get your gallbladder taken out, start eating those fries right now. That yep. is not how it works. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I have a sample size of... That is not of, how it works. I have a sample size of one. <laughs> and it works that way. <laughs> the, okay. The plural of evidence is not anecdotes. <laughs> No, I saw it with my own eyes. Rodrigo called me up one day. He's like, dude, I got to go get my gallbladder taken out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Do you need anything? I'll be okay. Yep. Get me some Wendy's cheeseburgers. Like, yeah, my, mom, I need to, my mom's I need to, is coming. Yeah, I need to 
cancel uh, the next critical hit, Stephen. I need to have an organ removed. <laughs> Unacceptable. Well, can can we yeah. can we just push it to Thursday instead? <laughs> well, I'll just I'll just game master from the hospital. <laughs> Matthew, what do you have for your number one? Just remote in. It'll be fine. I do it all the time. My number one is food, and. I think that that's probably pretty obvious. But one thing you may not know about me is um, I am probably the fattest man you know or will ever know. And as such, Hmm. there are certain things that I just don't eat in public. I will not go and say, you know, let's say you go to Five Guys Burgers. We have those now. I will not get like a giant burger and a big bag of fries and eat those because I feel like yeah, first of all, I, I don't necessarily want a big bag of fries in any situation, but I don't want people looking at me and going, oh, did you see that guy over there, man? I get it. So I almost never in public order ribs. Mm. Now, there there are exceptions to this, but there's a thing when you're eating ribs, you naturally look like a caveman. And when you look like a caveman and when you eat ribs the way I do, cause I have a really, really bad overbite. And if you ever listen to the shows and you hear my S is sizzling a little bit because I have a really bad overbite, but that means that when I'm eating ribs, I can actually do that velociraptor move and just strip the meat off the bone with my top teeth and then just inhale it and go just like spin them. Yeah. Just like spin them in place and like yeah. shave it off like a lathe. Yeah. Or like one of those, uh, you know, the guys who make the, the tzatziki with the, uh, the euros. Yeah. that's what my teeth do they spin no wait that's not entirely (laughs) my teeth but the fact remains that if i'm going out i'm going out with heartburn so i want like a giant rack of ribs where you're eating the meat off the bone and you're like "Ah, i am all that is man look at me in my primeval glory (laughs) neanderthal blurp and I'm just going to revel in it because frankly, knowing me, I'm probably in jail for saying something rude about someone in a high office. You know, it happens. Captain America fought Nixon once, but interesting thing about our constitution. (laughs) Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) Don't do it. I'm just saying they can't throw you in jail, let alone death row for speaking out against uh, someone in, in public office yet but again if i'm going to go i might as well enjoy those ribs that i often won't eat because i don't want to be that guy plus i don't have that kind of money ribs are spendy you guys ever bought ribs they're like 35 bucks that depends on how many you get we got to get all of them that's the point of ribs (laughs) why why would you be like i just want a few ribs no you don't want a few ribs i want all the freaking ribs Top five. I've come to your restaurant and just roll out the cow. Top five, a uh, show where we count down food products and give you a civics lesson at the same time. Of course, one thing, Matthew, is if we are ever on death row for whatever reason, I'm pretty sure they will have been brought back uh, televised executions, including the last meal. Oh, sure. So you're going to, you know, millions of people are going to be watching you eat those ribs. Do it. (laughs) You know what I say? If it's my last meal, f- those people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ashley, let's uh, yeah. let's find out what your your number one For best once, last meal is. Cursed and it wasn't Ashley. <laughs> Do I curse on the show? No. I try not to. Uh, it's hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, the oh, I know. I... I've been podcasting with these guys for years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been podcasting with Matthew for years. Oh, wait. Go ahead. It, I just like swear all the time. It's a problem. Uh, the thing that I really want, like my favorite thing to eat in the world is basically like whatever my mom is going to cook. So um, if I'm going to die, it, you know, it'd probably be good and good for like my soul because I'm not a person who feels wholly confident um, <laughs> with where I believe I'm going to go. So what's whatever lunch, Mrs. Uh, Robinson? Uh, her she actually kept her she actually kept her last name. So thanks for stomping on my good joke. When oh. I was dating, every single guy I went out with for a long time was like, "Oh, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson," and I was like, "That's not funny." It's strange. Hilariously, boy. though, her maiden name was Jones. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I would want my mom to make um. Basically, I think in America you call it toad in the hole, but we just call it egg in the hole. And it's just like a fried oh, yeah. piece of bread with an egg in it because mm-hmm. it's my favorite thing that she makes. And it's one of the only things that she thinks now that I'm an adult is still acceptable to make for me and won't just say the house is full of food, make your own food. So I'm pretty sure if I was dying, I could convince her to make that for me. Um, and that would make me happy. And then I would cry because I cry at everything. So. That's really, I just want my mommy is what I want. <laughs> I don't really care about the food. There you I'm go. with you on that one. Yeah. All right, everyone. There you go. The top five final meals f- if we were ever on death row. We've, Are you this kidding? This may be the most depressing top five since Rob. No. Burger, cheese bomb, <laughs> pod thai, perfect steak, best fried chicken. I mean, these are all good things. Yum. <laughs> Those sound like really weird Japanese wrestlers. (laughs) Best fried chicken. (laughs) Heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, Listeners, here's where you need to run over to uh, Majorspoilers.com and in the comment section for this episode. Now, you don't have to tell us why you are on death row, but you have you have five chances to have last meals. And it's your turn to share them with us and why they are your favorite last meals. And... Boy, I'm going to regret saying this. And if you eat those five meals, if you make your 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 top five, your next five meals, and you eat them in that order, I want to know what happens next. <laughs> That's how Urban Legends Probably get started right here on Top 5. All right, everybody. Thank you uh, so much for listening, and we will uh, check with you next time because everybody loves a list. This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.